1: So I was in the shower, I was yeah. cleaning my ass and making all the
2: stairs all sparkly spanking I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one Cock shots <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out Little music, line. and then A glory
1: like, like a, a like a dick, a
0: magic Which means
2: your pants had better come off, mama needs playtime
0: okay. uh, uh. We're not sluts, we just
2: love love Hello ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're back,
1: and um, we're live from our living room,
2: along with a gentleman again,
1: hello everybody, the third time, you know yeah. what they call the third time, right? What? Turkey.
2: Oh, the gentleman is a turkey. Yeah. Yes.
1: When you get three strikes in a row, is that it like, a turkey? Is it like, Gubble gobble? gobble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it will be. <laughs> you are what you eat, giant dick.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Angela's already, she's like, Fuck it, I've already lost yeah. this podcast. Yeah. I'm,
2: I'm back to trying to control things.
1: Yes, she's in the captain's chair. It's... And I'm in the blowjob chair. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: wait, wait, which what? is uh... Who are you, Mrs. H? <laughs> wait, <we can> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so let's
2: talk about upcoming events.
1: What do we have upcoming?
2: So we have on June 29th... Um, oh, we're going to Adelaide. We're going to be in Adelaide. We're going to visit the Rabbit Hole, which is a relatively new club. They opened earlier this year yes. down there. And they're having a rainbow party. So Ooh. it's both swingers and the greater LGBT community... Uh, it's going to be really exciting, yeah, to kind of get everybody together. To I've not been to the venue, so I'm I'm really interested to, to check out and see the venue. I
1: have. It's They're, awesome. I was going to say, the
2: pictures on the website look really great. Yeah. So yeah. It's,
1: a, it's a fantastic venue. I'm really excited for this. Nice. Uh, which, also, just to add, happy Pride Month, everybody. It's June. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so, yeah. Can
2: celebrate all month long. Yeah.
1: Yay.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that's June 29th down in Radelaide. Mm. And then we have July 19th is the next Pendulum Party Ooh, at our secret awesome. spot. Yes. Yes, so put that on your calendar, everybody. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. traveling for work that Ooh. week. So <gasps> Angela's going to Pendulum
2: solo. Solo. Ooh.
1: Yeah. So yes. if you're out there and you're looking mm-hmm. for a date for Pendulum yeah. Party and, you know, Angela's looking for a date and <laughs> the gentleman is... Predisposed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh see. definitely come out to see that. That's gonna be that's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah. I'm sad. It'll be pendulum eleven. I know.
2: We'll one, one. One, one. Yeah. Or X I.
1: Or X I. <laughs> that's correct, since we have been doing Roman numerals <laughs>
2: before. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I like, would go back to <laughs> At
1: some point it gets too difficult and we move on to Arabic numbers.
2: Okay, fine. Fair enough.
1: Because oh, we, Think about it when it's pendulum MCCXIV OP
3: Yeah, well, I'm pretty like, sure that's pi. I don't know. I eat pi. It's <laughs> a, like what is it a Fabianici... Fibonacci <laughs> Fibonacci. Yeah, <yeah>. oh, no.
1: <laughs> that's a type of pasta. Oh, man, I had two ones. <laughs> I had Fibonacci Alfredo. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So we've got pendulum coming up July 19th. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: Yes, and then that's the last big thing until we go to Desire. Well, so far. Well, so far. I mean, something else will come up for yeah. sure. But for now, that's the last big thing until Desire, November second through ninth in Cancun, Mexico. Oh. And guess who's the... coming with
3: us? Bloody Rocket. No. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I promise you, we did not prompt him to say that. Uh, I was talking about you, dumbass. Oh
0: yes, of course, yes,
2: yes. The gentleman is coming with us, so we're gonna, all going to go down for the life on the swing set takeover. We are
0: all going Super down for, for the life yes. on the swing yes.
2: set. Yes, yes. And if so, if you're able, available, and interested, please come join us. There are still a handful of rooms left. So There's that's not many. Great. Yeah, yeah It's really great. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Ooh, what's, um, do we know what percentage they're sold out at? Because they've already hit the... Um, the they were
2: the... in the 70s last time I heard. I'm not sure exactly where yeah. it is. Did now. you
1: just ask what percentage they're sold out at? Because that percentage would be 100. Well, no, but like they're, they're, they're up to... Uh, oh, okay. I mean, Sorry, I thought you meant like. like again, at what percentage glasses. are they sold yeah. out? Uh, 100? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> God, you're pretty.
0: Shut <laughs> <laughs> up!
2: Yeah, so that's uh, I think they were in the 70s the last time I saw it, but I haven't uh-huh. looked recently so I'm not sure exactly
1: cool yeah
2: but there's cool. still some spaces left so Yay! if you're interested come join us yeah gonna come along it's going to be
3: fantastic yeah.
2: yeah it'll be amazing um, that's all that's on those are the only big events on the calendar at the moment obviously things will fill in they always do but yeah so those are three that I'm really really excited for coming yeah,
1: up me too yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We we have an audience today. We do. I'm gonna uh, give a shout out to our audience. Hello, audience. <laughs> they, they, uh, they're silently clapping. It's okay. It's Sorry. an
2: audience <laughs> of one.
1: Yeah, like, uh, and they don't even give us applause. So you know. it's like yeah. the sound of one yeah. hand clapping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's wine that takes precedence over clapping. Yeah. So there you
1: go. See, that's that's what I live for. Uh, that's that's what I always ask when I'm dismounting. Like, will you please clap for me? Some people are like, man, you've had to clap so many times. I call it the applause. I know it's a it's an archer joke, but if you haven't heard it, then it's new. I'm like I'm like yeah yeah it's great. So, what are we talking about tonight? What are we talking about tonight?
2: So we have had quite a few emails and questions via different formats whether it be instagram twitter email we've had a lot of uh questions and feedback from different listeners and so i thought we would just kind of go through some of these okay because some of them uh are questions and some are more discussive and really good points yeah so, okay you ready should Shoot. In? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah okay. bloody oath
2: so the first one is a bit long so hang in with me so,
1: so it's like the gentleman <laughs> don't worry i'm pretty sure we can choke it down
2: <laughs> uh, so, this is from a listener, and this was in regards to the sex-positive parenting. Uh, yes. Oh, cool.
1: Yes, yes, yes. With Dr. Deb and uh, Dr. Christie. Yes. Mm, yes. Dr. Deb
2: and Dr. Christie. Uh, so, this is from someone who has two children, one who is starting puberty and one who is a bit younger, so... Slightly different ages, but both kind of coming up to having those discussions and, you know, wanting to obviously raise sex-positive mm-hmm. children. And so, basically, I'm just going to read for a while. So, yeah.
1: So, shut up and listen is right. what you're saying. exactly.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm a very present and hands-on parent, and I count on my boys to be smart. So, we started laying critical thinking foundations early on based on two bits of wisdom from the late Sir Terry Pratchett. Number one, first sight. Seeing what's really there. This is fundamental to my boys for getting along in the world and reading other people. In particular, for my youngest, I have focused this on, what are you being sold? I started this when he began watching cartoons on TV and first experienced advertising. Now he sees commercials for exactly what they are. You need this. Buy our stuff. And he understands that his expected role in that emotional contract and that he doesn't have to participate in it. So basically teaching children to recognize some of those signs. Mm -hmm. Uh, This fed directly into bullying topics. If someone says something mean about you, your first question should be, do I believe that about myself? If the answer is no, move on. If the answer is yes, then ask the second question, did I decide that or did someone else convince me of that for their own reasons? If it's the latter, let it go and move on. All of this leads to questioning the motivation of others. So some foundations for critical thinking and, and what other people's intentions are. Um, so in short, I goes on to say that, uh, in short, without training my boys to be cynics, I am teaching them to always question what beliefs about themselves or the world that others are trying to sell them and to examine the motivation of those doing the selling. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. You can see how this is different approach to the, you're all precious and special method of bringing up kids to more of a, you get to decide who you are for yourself. And I'm here to give you the tools to do it by teaching you to see what's real tactic. The relevant application to sex positivity, anti-bullying, normal, is not some pinnacle of self-actualization, and who gets to set that standard, etc., should be far-reaching. And then, number two, people as things. This one is huge and comes from an exchange about the gray areas of moral philosophy between elder country witch Granny Weatherwax and a priest in the book Carpe Jugulum. There's no grays, only white that's got grubby. I'm surprised you don't know that. And sin, young man, is when you treat people as things, including yourself. That's what sin is. It's a lot more complicated than that. No, it ain't. When people say things are a lot more complicated than that, they mean that they're getting worried that they won't like the truth. People as things, that's where it starts. Terry Pratchett, Carpe Jugulum. This is the north point of my boy's moral compass. When people are treated as things, it's wrong. End of story. This is far reaching and can cover objectification, body dysmorphia, prejudice, racism, politics, human trafficking, etc. Suddenly, there is a really simple filter to put on things like propaganda, media, messages, relationship dynamics, gender and sexual identity, even porn. Am I being treated like a thing instead of a person? Is that person being treated like a thing? Am I treating myself like a thing? Here's a combined application from my kid's perspective. Topic Dad is bisexual. My friends say bisexuals are morally corrupt, going to hell, not good parents, perverse, icky, unsafe, etc. Pick your crime of choice. Questions. One, according to who and why do they get to decide? Two, dad is not bisexual. Dad is dad and happens to be bisexual. Otherwise, isn't that classifying dad as the at the things level? And then three, what do I believe about dad since I probably know him a lot better than the people who are saying these things? So... Pretty simple. In real life, we've used this method mostly to talk about bullying, racism, and propaganda. But we've touched on internet safety, body privacy, and in general how to treat other people like people. But the foundation is laid for the rest of it. So the point is, we're talking about real things, big things, and they know they're always safe and welcome to do so. So that was a lot there.
3: <laughs> that was a lot there.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's good. I mean, I <coughs> you know, it, again, it's a, it's a different... Um, Different kind of way to lay the foundation of, of teaching people, uh, teaching kids to look at what's in front of them and kind of decide for themselves what the motivation is, why it's there, what they think about it.
1: Yeah, I actually um, think it's, some yeah. of the points are, are absolutely brilliant.
2: And to do so without being cynical. Exactly. and
1: well. yeah. Which I think Terry Pratchett is a fantastic choice uh, as an as a, as a example there. Um, so... Midway through.
2: Yes, I can go back to any part.
1: Yes. Midway through. You you there was there was a part um it was before two.
2: Um was about the bullying? Yes. So that paragraph starts with this fed directly into bullying topics. If someone says something mean about you, your first question should be, do I believe that about myself? If the answer is no, move on. If the answer is yes, then ask the second question. Did I decide that? Or did someone else convince me of that for their own reasons?
1: And I think that's really good. That's that's such a good point because we should even do this when we judge ourselves. Yeah. Is, you know, sometimes when we judge ourselves and we look at ourselves in the mirror, we're self-bullying. And and that's a a great kind of point on that, which we've talked about before, which is the mirror is a fucking liar. Mm -hmm. Do we feel this way because it's actually real? Or do we feel this way because of... External pressures, be it societal, be it f- familial, relationship, uh, or something else that makes us feel this way. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to be this person's <laughs> child. If they're looking to adopt people. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bradford. I'm a bit of a handful.
2: <laughs> Only one? Oof.
1: The gentleman's two handfuls.
2: <laughs> and a mouthful.
1: Um, I, I
3: also think that it's important with with, with the bullying as well. I like to, to try to teach my children what the motivation is behind their bullying as well. Mm-hmm. Why are they bullying you? Is it something that, that, that they identify in themselves, that they see in you, that they don't have or that they're jealous of, and so they pick that point out of in you t- to pick on you to make themselves feel better?
2: So perceived weakness in the bully, they're picking that out of you and then... Because of their... Yes, of and
3: to, and to yeah. understand why, why they're doing what they're doing. And so then, therefore, then they can take it, not personally, but but have a reflection back on the person who's actually doing the bullying. Mm. And to say, well, you know, I understand that they're trying to bully me, but they're only bullying me because of this self-consciousness in themselves. Mm. You know, and then hopefully in doing that, then they don't take on whatever they're being bullied on, whatever the point is. They don't take that personally. They can, right. they can mirror that in, in, into the bully themselves.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really good point um, because a lot of people, when you look at their true motivations, especially negative behaviors do tend to come from places of self-doubt, insecurities in ourselves. And then we may reflect those upon other people, whether purposefully or inadvertently, because it can absolutely happen without necessarily meaning to. But it is good to take a step back and to look at that. And I like, too, what you said, Bradford, about looking at those behaviors in yourself. Because we do all self oh, fully yeah.
1: a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I know. I'm, well, I know. I'm hard on myself.
0: Well,
2: yeah.
1: But I feel well, like I should be hard well, on what myself.
3: What did you say? That the comment, the, the mirror is a liar. Yeah, the mirror is yeah. a fucking liar. It's not I, just a liar. I
1: also think that the,
3: sometimes the mirror you look at is a magnifying glass. That the small imperfection you see in the small imperfection you see, you magnify that to. Oh my God, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm horrible. But, but the person on the street who sees you.
1: Uh, it doesn't even doesn't even yeah. see it. Doesn't yeah. even see it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's just to expand on that. We we often say, you know, we see people walking around on the street, and we're like, wow, I can't believe that you know if they dress that way or they have that kind of confidence or whatnot. We all have it in us. It's just a matter of mm. drilling down and tapping into that. Again, stop bullying yourself. But that again, that's off topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I do think it's also interesting uh, to teach children to recognize propaganda and to look at what are you being sold what are the motivations behind that Yes, Um, I actually think that is a really good thing, really smart thing to teach them early on because your entire life you're going to be sold things by people, whether it's actual products, whether it's people selling themselves to you trying to win you over for whatever reason ideas, Um, yeah Yeah. ideas it could be anything and so I think Teaching them to kind of recognize that, and then they can act on it how they want. Yeah, yeah. deciphering the truth it. from
3: the bullshit that yeah. they get fed. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah, and that, like I said, that that involves from just the, the basic basic commercial selling of things mm-hmm. to people trying to, you know, like I mean, even to a point where when they're older, I suppose to to drugs and whatnot. You know, like yeah. oh, I take this; it's cool. You, you know, you're going to be part of the gang if you do this. Well. That's bullshit. It's,
1: you, know, you, you know though the other you side can make of your your that own choices and it's not Yeah. You know because the other side of that is the way we were raised was the second you do one drug, you're a terrible person for the rest of your life. I mean that was the and way You're an you're addict You're an and addict, you know, and that's you're you're broken from that yeah. point on. Yeah. And I think that is just as bad
2: mm-hmm.
1: um as as the other. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 And I actually think the second point as well pointing out Uh, the people as things section. So, um, And that was where the the quote from the Carpe Jugulum came from. But I think recognizing when people are being treated as things, because we see it in everyday relationships. You see it all around society. It does happen. Mm -hmm. And so I think being able to kind of recognize and, and say that that's not right is a very good thing. And... It's interesting because I would say that in the swinging world, it can be perceived that people are things very easily because we may go to the club and we may meet somebody and we're like, oh, they're really attractive. They're fun to talk to. They're nice, whatever. So we're going to go play with them. And so, you know, some people may be like, well, you're treating them like a thing. Yeah. And so from the outside world, it can definitely be perceived that way. But yet for us, there's more of an intimate connection. There's something a little bit deeper there. Uh, whether it's an ongoing connection and it's somebody that we continue to see for a while, or maybe it is just a once in a while one off kind of thing, mm. but at least for that moment there's a connection. Yeah. But people from the outside world may see it as, as, it, and it can be, you know, transactional. And so I think just kind of making sure that in this lifestyle we don't treat people like things that we do treat them like people. Yeah. Yeah. I think is really They're important.
3: People. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a really important distinction as well to, to, to teach the kids to recognize when they are being treated as yes. things and yeah. to identify that early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if, and, and again, getting behind, seeing the truth of things.
2: Yeah. 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 And if you feel like you're being treated as a thing, how do you recognize what's going on in the situation? And then how do you go about correcting it? Like, you know, is it something that, especially as a child, you may need to go to your parents, you may need help? To intervene, to change what's happening depending on where or when or what the situation specifically was. So you may need help with that. But it's also teaching them as a child that it's okay to ask for help. And that if you don't like this situation, if you don't like what's going on, if it's not comfortable, if you do feel like you're being treated like a thing or somebody else is what do you do? How do you correct that both for yourself or for the other mm. person?
3: True. Yeah.
2: Uh, and we actually had a discussion today at lunch with some other folks about giving people permission to to be and to act and to do things. And and it you know, we this the discussion earlier was more along the lines of kind of the Good Samaritan concept of if you see somebody who's being treated poorly, that's it's something bad's happening, a bad situation, and it can be something minor, or it could be something major how many of us just sit on the sidelines and we don't act, we don't say anything, you just watch it happen. Yeah. Um, or you pull out your phone and you're videoing it as, as something's happening. But very few people these days will actually go in, will say something, will act upon it and will do that. And and the discussion that we had was around the kind of the idea that we don't give ourselves permission to do that. We don't give ourselves permission to act and to, to say, hey, no, that's not acceptable mm-hmm. behavior. That's not okay. And a lot of people don't feel like they have permission to, to do that in the greater world.
1: Yeah. And I think we should try to find a way to to act and, and, and to be a more active person, not just a voyeur when we see things like this happen. Well, And, yeah. and that's a good point too. And coming back to, the, to raising the children as well,
3: if they can see you as a parent or as a role model in their lives, making that change that you want, to teach them, you know that the sometimes the best thing is is the role model. Yeah. You, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they can see you living those values, then that gives them permission to li- to li- to live those values as well.
2: Right. Which
1: is funny because you know, growing up, we often heard "do as I say, not as I do." Yeah. And what you're suggesting is "do as I say yeah. and as I do," which is inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> but but
3: that's clearly, you're mad.
1: But that's exactly how they learn. You yeah. Know? Like. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. Yeah. Children are mimics. They are. They really are. And I don't think they've ever been anything but. Mm. You always, you know, you always hear about, oh, oh, God, I'm becoming my mother. Oh, I'm becoming my father. <laughs> of course you are, because they were the person who you looked up to when you were learning how to live, Fuck. how to live a life. <laughs> well, yeah. thanks. You just ruined my podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, sometimes you can also learn from that. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well,
3: that's right. Yes, you can learn and, 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 and make your own decisions at a needed. point. But when you're yeah. talking about children, I think that they do mimic you. Just yeah.
1: don't want to watch the Home Shopping Network for yeah. just four hours. <laughs> that's what we're doing once we get done with the podcast. You thought we were going to have sexy times. No, we're watching Home Shopping, buddy. Hope, hope, hope you got your credit card.
0: <laughs> is it
1: Home Shopping on the Playboy channel? No. <laughs> no, no. Um, Tonight is all about lampshades. (laughs) It's uh, four hours of lampshades. Oh, is it the... um, the... Nope, nope, not the sexy men. Not the sexy men lampshades? Nope, Nope. just lampshades.
0: Uh, Pineapple
1: lampshades. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) There are actually no patterns. Throw me a fucking bone. (laughs) No bones either. No, just lampshades. (laughs) Uh, That was great. Uh, We really appreciate people uh, who send these really thoughtful well well thought out emails um to that listener i mean you're doing it right yeah what a
3: great parent and you're doing it right and kudos to you yeah absolutely and like i said if you're looking to adopt
1: people there's three people at this table
3: uh who are you know be my daddy
1: (laughs) be be my dad be my dad i will probably be bad (laughs) yeah that'd be great
2: yeah if you can keep him in line for
3: yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spankings don't always work. <laughs> <laughs> Spankings are welcome. I am leash trained.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're still working on the potty training, so yeah. <laughs> okay, we're ready for the next one?
1: Yeah, actually, I have something I was going to jump oh, in here. Okay, yeah, sure. because, you know, that was a serious one. Yes. I've got a, a little more lighter one. All right. So, as our lovely listeners will recall, the last time the gentleman was on the podcast, uh, Angela gave him a blowjob yeah. while we were while we were recording. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> Can I have a quick recap? <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture um, if you want to see it. See, that's it happening. Oh yeah, yep, there's happens. you. Yep, yes, on yep. Instagram. So did yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah it um, But one of the comments on this Instagram post, I love this, and All I right. don't know if you actually because I know you, you're uh. not really on Instagram. Uh, but this this user said. Have just started listening to you guys, dash, is the gentleman as hot as he sounds, <laughs> lol. And then I responded, because I love you, yes, yes, he is. Then flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji. Now the last one was because you're Wait, just just three? Yeah. Just, <laughs> the
2: First did you three. run
1: out of characters? Was
2: <laughs> that on a scale of one to ten? One to ten flames? Okay. <laughs>
1: Like well, the first one is because you're hot. The uh-huh. second one is because you're flaming, and the third is it burns when you pee.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got a creep for that. Doctor
1: says not infectious. To be gone in a week. Yeah, but how's the rash? So I gotta, I gotta push you down. I gotta push you down oh, because yeah. because all of our listeners love you. So I responded. <laughs> Then this listener said, Oh God, you didn't have to tell me. Now I won't be able to focus when he features on future episodes. <laughs> so, right well, now, this listener's having trouble focusing. I, I hope they're not driving a vehicle. Yes. Um, yeah, what do you want them to be driving, <laughs> mm, baby? Mm. Stick, stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> so, I responded, Haha, why did you ask? <laughs> to which they responded, I didn't think you would actually answer. <laughs> Now I'll have to put a podcast on in the dark, on repeat, and see where the mood takes me. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love this. Oh, wow. So I responded, not to be too tempting, but we recorded one of our threesomes with him in April and posted it to our Patreon page. It's an hour of audio pleasure. Mm, with the yeah. electric plane. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's my favorite response I have ever gotten to a to anything <laughs> I've ever posted. You've heard that right, listener. This is my favorite response I have ever gotten. Mine too. Jesus H Titty Fucking Crast, (laughs) spelled J A Y Z U S S H Titty Fucking. I'm pretty sure you can spell that. C H R A S T Crast (laughs) Crast Jesus. H titty fucking crap. I don't know this person. I, I don't know where this person is. But in my mind, I hear it
2: with the southern accent. I
1: hear it in the yeah. yeah. Like uh-huh. it's it's like one of those South yeah. Georgia. I have no idea where this person is. Excuse me a moment while I go get on that ASAP. While I'm out to dinner.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh,
1: so you heard that right, folks? We do have a threesome that we recorded and it's on Patreon. And if you'd like to support us, please go to our Patreon page. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was. Um, that, I, I just wanted to. I wanted. Uh, Y'all have the best listeners. <laughs> 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 yes, and uh, what what do you want to do to those listeners? Mm. Go ahead, give one for this listener. What would you What would you do to this person? This person? Yeah. Oh, you have put me on the spot. I right? have be sexy. Uh-huh. Do it. Uh, um,
3: um, Come up with something
2: good. Come on. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Was that sexy? Yeah. No. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> you know what?
1: I always say, and Angela says this, the best way into her pants is through her funny bone. That's Ooh. true. Yeah. Yes. So maybe maybe this listener is laughing and mm-hmm. taking their knickers off. Ooh, I hope so. Yeah. Ooh, gotta stuff, that, them in your mouth. stuff them in your mouth. While it did Stuff them in your mouth. Dirty <laughs> knickers. Stuff the Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Lovely. You heard yeah. it here first, folks. The gentleman wants dirty knickers in his mouth. Well, I really want a fourth flaming emoji. Really, you know what? You can't have everything you want. If you want it, get a get a fucking Instagram account and put your own up there, I'm actually one flame hotter. Like why? Because it's Fahrenheit. Well, thank you. I'm very flattered. There, you, that's better. Yes, yeah. yes. And I and I admit, when I first read that, I said he'll never be on this podcast again. <laughs> And, and here, the very next podcast. A
2: week later. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm easily bribed.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so before we move on... Oh, ooh. We're going to take a very quick commercial break. Ooh,
1: that means so I can get more wine. Ooh, more wine. Refill time. Woo-hoo! Go get you a drink at home. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, Monogamous and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us, and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your Average Couple's Explanabrag brag podcast, but we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures and open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach.
2: Come get wet with us on the wet coast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back.
0: We went
2: we, somewhere. We We have wind up. <laughs> wind up! Hopefully you've, you know, gotten a beverage of some sort. Unless you're like driving, then probably not.
1: You probably shouldn't drink and drive. No, no. no don't do that. I mean please. you can have coffee. Yeah, pull over. Oh coffee, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull ever and drink. <laughs> what is wrong <sighs> with you? Please do not listen to the gentleman. Oh,
2: goodness. This is why you only got three flames. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Sorry about that. Because you make bad life decisions.
2: Mm-hmm. Or you, decision have, you,
1: you suggest yeah. that people make bad life decisions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. 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 What do we have next?
2: So, this is from actually a little while ago, but I don't think we touched on it. If we did, we'll go through it again.
0: <laughs> it was
2: from a listener.
0: And
2: they said they are a solid zero on the Kinsey scale. That's how they identify. Okay. But they want to climb the ladder. They do not fantasize about men. I think it was a a male who wrote in. I don't fantasize about men, but I do want to suck a cock, and I do want to bottom for a man while my lady watches. Does that make me a one?
1: I want to give this person a hug and then i want to smack him on the forehead a little but i definitely want to give this person a hug i want to give him a blowjob <laughs> <Get in line. laughs> me first then you sorry uh look you'll go through our our history of podcasts and you'll hear me say many different things on this subject uh I, I have very strong opinions about it when it comes to me. I am a lot more relaxed about it when it comes to other people. However, there's no necessary need to to rank yourself on the Kinsey scale.
2: You don't have to label yourself. No,
1: there's no, there's yeah. no necessary need to label yourself. If you have desires to do something. So then that's the question. So the a question you could say is, do I rank myself on the Kinsey scale based on what I've done or based on what I want to do? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like saying, "Okay, I want to murder somebody, or I have murdered somebody. Which one of those makes me a murderer?" You know, kind of thing. So the question is, how do you how do you validate that for yourself? Me personally, because the the, the listener has this desire. Mm-hmm. I would say they're they're not a zero. You're not a zero. Because a zero means this... you have no sexual interest in somebody of the same gender.
2: I would agree. I would say if you have the desire, you're at least a one. Yeah. If and you're at least thinking about it, fantasizing about it.
1: If that bothers you, that you're on that scale, then fucking remove the scale. There's no need for that scale. Don't to it. What... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's an it's an admittedly, and I'm pretty sure Kenzie would have agreed with this. It's an arbitrary scale. Mm. Uh, Look, it's one of those things that I I don't think you should put yourself in a box. And the reason I say that isn't because you don't deserve to be labeled or shouldn't be labeled. But when you're in a box, all you fucking see is that box. And you don't see the great space that's outside of it. Um, The second you start putting up barriers and walls and conditions and... And you start building this cage around you. And it's a cage. And I think that you miss out on a lot of a lot of the world. Mm-hmm. So my advice would be don't worry about where you fall on the Kinsey scale. But if you do worry about it, I don't think you're a zero. I'd put you at at least a one. If you want to suck somebody off and you want to get fucked by somebody, you are not a zero.
2: Yeah, you're at least a one. You're at least yeah. a
1: one. Yeah. Um, you might not enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, fuck. That's okay too. There's absolutely nothing it that doesn't says fundamentally change who no. you are. I, exa- exactly. Exactly.
3: you're a listener. Listen, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> a listener and a guest. One or two podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I think that's really important. Is to you know not not necessarily worry overthink it don't overthink it think about it but don't overthink about
2: it i also think it's interesting too to bring up the the difference between fantasizing and acting on something oh absolutely because you can if you fantasize on about sucking someone off or bottoming for someone while your partner watches that's really great you don't have to do it if you never feel like you're actually ready to do that or you you don't have a situation in which you feel comfortable to do that that's okay you don't have to just because you fantasize about it does not mean you have to act on it it can definitely stay a fantasy and be something that that's really exciting and really just kind of yours and and really hot for you so if, if you want to act on it by all means act out your fantasies but it don't feel like you have to. Don't feel like there's there's pressure
1: to. And it doesn't make it any less valid. And it doesn't make you any less bisexual.
2: No. Like
1: if you want to be bisexual, you don't have to act on it in order to be bisexual.
2: You don't have to justify it either. No,
1: there's you, yeah. there's nobody. There's no there's no test that you have to take. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was, I would pass. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> But I think you make a really good point about fantasies, in that having a fantasy about something and the reality of it is often vastly different. Yes. And I can tell you, bottoming, the fantasy of bottoming is this wonderful, like, connective, rough, and dirty, wonderful thing. Um, Sometimes it is like that. And then sometimes it's like, ow, that fucking hurts. Like, no, it's too fast. No, stop it. Or you know, your partner can't keep a can't keep an erection. Or you know, like there's this all this fucking mess that's reality. going on of reality.
2: <laughs> lube, lube, and more lube. Yeah, and yeah. so
1: it ends up being a slippery point. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, but yeah, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, no. yeah. But keep fantasizing so, about so it. What, fantasizing about
3: what it. What suggestions would we have for this listener to? act out these or to
1: to experience what what he's fantasizing about so the gentleman in my address is <laughs> <laughs> come to pendulum yeah come to i pendulum. think a lot
2: of it depends on where you are because if they're in a more metro area then it's very likely that they will have gay saunas or swingers club or something mm. like that yeah. they could go to uh if they are not in more of a metro area or even if they are, you can also get onto dating websites, even yeah. tender, things like that. Okay Cupid. Yeah, okay cupid yeah. and look for people that are grinder. Yeah. Um get on grinders, so you know, see who's around. So I think it kind of just depends on, on where you are and what the options are, whether it is uh-huh. an online hookup or if you can do something more in person. Yeah. yeah. Or
1: if you're in a place where sex work is decriminalized, hire a sex worker.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: We know plenty of people who have hired sex workers for a threesome, both males and mm-hmm. females. And I think that's a, yeah. a completely legitimate uh, solution.
2: Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. But in answer to the actual question, does that make me a one? My personal opinion is yeah. Me too. But, One point
1: five.
3: But
2: you you label yourself if you want to. It really doesn't matter what we think. Yeah, and
3: really the it changes. The, I it mean, does. I, I, absolutely. Sometimes I'm a two. Sometimes I'm a three. It's it's it it yeah. changes from month to month, day to day.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, play to play. It 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 does. It's yeah. it's a reference point. It's not
1: a um. It's, it's not static. It's not, a, yeah, it's not an anchor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I I think you're spot on there. There are times that. I, the only male I'm really interested in is is you and the other boyfriend uh, and then the, it's all of, I'm all about the women and uh-huh. then there's some where I'm like the only female I'm interested in is Angela and yeah. I'm not interested in any other women yeah. Yeah. and it's so yeah it's very much yeah it comes it's a floating it goes. point ah! <laughs> sometimes you spend the night
0: yeah Ooh. Oh, sometimes like yeah. I don't yeah right
3: <laughs> sometimes it comes and then comes
1: yeah <laughs> Then it
3: goes.
0: <laughs> then you're like, oh
1: my god, I'm so sore. You start farting like this.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Are we ready for the next question? Yes. Or yes. response or whatever? Oh, is this
1: the, Is this, this one?
2: Yes. Uh, I do got you it. want it yep. or do you want me to? Oh, I got right. it. I, I, right. I think okay. I can read. Bradford's going to try to read now. I'm going to try
1: to read. Uh, I need my glasses. <clears throat> This is a, uh, an Instagram message that was sent to us. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the podcast, and I've been enjoying it thoroughly. I'm not in the community. I'd like to be, but that's a different topic. My question for you was in regards to something the gentleman said. He was talking about another couple, and he said, quote, they are out of our league, end quote. I'm having trouble understanding this. You guys were all at a group event where everyone was there to have fun. Differing tastes aside, is everyone not there to just enjoy and be happy? What would cause someone to feel that they aren't in the same, quote, league as someone else? Dum, dum, dum. I like that question a lot. Well,
3: I think my reply to that would be, I mean, everybody, including myself, has their own insecurities. And it's not like when I walk into these events, I check that insecurity at the door.
2: Rate if we could, oh
1: my God, yes, yeah, but the cost on that would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, what would and the co- cover charge?
3: would
2: be, on be that? a very yeah. large check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the
1: size of your ticket would be like yeah. empty baggage.
3: Now that being said, that couple who were quote out of my league, we ended up playing with, and now have started a great relationship with. But again, it's it's, uh, and I think to going into these events, it's important to realize that. It's not an absolute free-for-all either, and it's not always about what a person looks like. It is about that, the mental connection and, and um, how you get along with someone, and, and there's a lot more to it than just we're all in the same place, let's all fuck it. That's not how it works. Um, and yeah, I think when I said that comment about being out of my league, it, it, is, it is a self-conscious thing. And it is that insecurity that I think that everybody has at some point.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. know that we have a couple that yep. are very good friends of ours that have been to very many private parties that we've hosted that when we first met them, mm-hmm. both of us went, yep, they're out of our league. Yep. <laughs> like, and it was just like we look at them and we, you cannot – again, this goes back to what I said earlier, which is the mirror is a fucking liar. Uh, but you can't not – compare yourself to people and that's a problem and if you see somebody who you think is so attractive and so smart and or pretty and or whatever funny funny tall i don't i don't care what adjective you're going to put there but as long as it's a compliment adjective you're going to look at that and then you're going to compare it to yourself and i think the vast majority of us yeah. yeah and the vast majority of us who aren't narcissists always will say, well, that person is prettier than me, smarter than me, mm. whatever. And sometimes it's a physical proof, taller than me mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so, you know, and I think we all do it both with physical characteristics and personality, personality characteristics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And you create this, this person that you feel is out of your mm-hmm. league. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to them, and then this couple that we're thinking about yeah. – they've even said to us oh my god we thought you were out of our league yeah. because we run a well, podcast it's, it's funny you were saying that because I was waiting for my, my point to interject but
3: the that couple who were out of our league have since told us that they thought that we were out of their league so yeah. it, they again they had their own securities right. as well yeah. um, insecurities insecurities what did I say securities oh right yes well they had their, <laughs> they had their securities well because they were goddamn hot that's why <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean it's it's I think it's
2: just natural human reaction to, to do that and to feel that way. And, and as much as you don't want to, some part of us does sort of judge people and say, am I am I at some random perceived same level as them enough to go up and talk to them or not? And that's why our advice to people is always, if you're interested in someone, go up and talk to them and say hello and just put, put some, a feeler out there. And see how it goes because you may end up having a really great conversation and a really great night, but they may have, like you said, that same perception of you and then not want to come talk to you. Mm. And then you get a stalemate and then everybody, you know, you don't have that interaction. You don't have the good time that you could have. And everybody still walks away thinking that someone's out of their league, and so you then you're sort of putting yourself down for a longer period yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you just say hello, open up that door, give give people a chance to react to it, and vice versa, you may be making it super easy for them because they may feel awkward coming up to you as well.
3: Yes, yes yeah, and, and and you are right. I mean, the, I mean, we were lucky enough that it was at the pendulum party mm-hmm. that that we saw that couple and that they saw us, and. The environment of the night and the people there and the groups of people that you guys have managed to form that community that come to the party made both us and them feel comfortable enough to, even though we thought, both of us thought they were out of each other's league, Mm -hmm. we were comfortable enough to come up and say hi and start that conversation because it is, you know, there was that welcoming feel in the place and that was the time to do it.
2: I think that's an interesting point as well is that... I th- it can be as well environment dependent. Is that if you're a party scene is an easy one because if you're going to the party, you likely have similar interests. You have a similar enough reason for being there, and so I think that does make it easier to to go and talk to people uh-huh. and to maybe
0: yeah
2: in in some way in your mind you can maybe rationalize that you're probably more in a similar league because you're at a similar at the same event so you have similar interests in that regard but if you're meeting people online it can be a lot harder because you don't necessarily have any commonality yet at that point other than you might be on the same website but having a common interest a common activity whether it be an event Mm. uh, meet and mingle or a picnic i mean because i know some of the places here do picnics and stuff so anything like that like having that commonality kind of helps i think in my mind, put me on more of an equal plane, so then I feel more comfortable going up and talking to someone. Yeah,
3: and I, I think too that there are things available uh, that, that you guys run the Sex in the City class that have that's the art of flirting and mm. to, to prepare you or, or to um, teach you how to kind of get over that a little bit and to make that first connection. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it can be a learned a learned response to oh my god that person's out of my league. I might just go up and just compliment them on what they're wearing, or you know, like it's there's ways to get around that, to get around your own initial fear
1: of talking to somebody. I suppose. I mean, the only time that that doesn't work is if they're wedding crashers, but then it's just (laughs) Owen Wilson and Vince Vince Vaughn, so you probably don't want to talk to them. Your veil looks amazing. And I will say, there was a study that was done, and I think it was – I think they actually talked about it on – Tinder did a podcast for a little while. And I think they talked about it on there, where these podcasts – I'm sorry, these um, Tinder profiles of both men and women who were ridiculously attractive Mm -hmm. got less swipe rights than ones that were of mid to sort of attractive. Uh Because people would look at that person and go, so many people are going to be talking to them. Mm-hmm. I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm uh-huh. not going to swipe right. Uh-huh. Where, you know, the reality was these people weren't getting nearly as many swipe rights as people of average to above average yeah. looks. Yeah, and yeah. so I think that's a fascinating thing to think about. Like that person who's out of your league, they might be having a bad night or a lonely night because everybody thinks they're out of their your league, right. their league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. It's, it's just so thought, nobody talks to them. It's human psychology, isn't yeah. it? It's mm-hmm. it's fascinating. Yeah. Ooh, God, we're all fucked yeah. up.
2: Yes. yes. Well, I I've, <laughs> I've seen that at nightclubs. I know I was at a nightclub gosh many years ago now with a couple two male friends and there were these two really hot females <laughs> together and no like you said nobody was going up and talking to them, nobody was dancing with them. Yeah. They but yeah. they were really hot and my male friends were of course commenting on it and so was I and and I was just like we'll go talk to them and they're like no 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 we couldn't do that we couldn't do that I'm like but why like nobody's like go because talk we're to too them. scared to yeah. me. yes and so yeah. I was like all right fine so yeah. I went up and started talking to them and then of course the guys came and everybody had a great night one of them took one of the ladies home and it was great but it's was like was it that even... one of them
1: you babe <laughs>
2: no <laughs> No. <laughs> but it... what a shit story <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was really ready to hear her talking about lip reading and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. No, but it is I like- took her to Angela Poundtown. <laughs> Sorry.
2: You too. No, but it's, it's that, like you said, it's like people don't work going up and talking to them because right. they perceive them to be out of their league. Yes. And Meanwhile, they're not having any fun whatsoever. And uh-huh. so, yeah. yeah.
1: There you go. So that was a long answer to yes. a relatively succinct question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apologies.
2: Oh. All right. So here's a fun one. And I've got a bit of a list so far we can add to it. And I suspect this is going to be one that's going to be a running thing for a little while. Ooh,
1: I like running things.
2: So uh, one of our listeners and their partner, they want to use a sex jar as a way of ensuring that they both get their desires and fantasies out there, verbalized, expressed to one another. And also in an attempt to ensure that they don't get into a rut. Because it's sometimes really easy to get into a rut in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So, they want to have ideas that will push the boundaries and explore a bit of the unknown. So, for them, that means kind of exploring the swinging in the bi communities.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, That doesn't mean that everything in there has to be wild and crazy, but they just kind of wanted some ideas to put into the jar. And they did say the first one they would put on the list is another night at our secret spot. So they've been to a swingers club before, so they're not completely new to it. Uh Uh, And even with that, of course, you know, there's a lot of different things you could add to the list depending on what room you're in, what mood you're in, et et cetera. So I've made a bit of a start of a list here. And some of it is kind of basic, assuming that you may be introducing yourself into the swinging scene. But I wanted to kind of start there because if people are interested in this kind of like a sex jar type of thing, you may want to start from basic and go up to who knows what. Yep. So the things that I have.
1: We've got a suggestion. Okay. Pegging.
2: Pegging. That's on my (laughs) list. (laughs) Granted, it was like halfway it's, down my list,
3: but it's an activity I took place in last night actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, piggy is definitely
2: one you should put on the All list. The
1: people are now like, can we hear that story? No, <laughs> it's another podcast listeners. Yes.
2: Uh, so the things that I have here and feel free to, to jump in where you want to, but have a night at a meet and mingle if you're near a swingers club and they do meet and mingles. And you can follow that with a visit to the club if you feel adventurous. Mm-hmm. This is, again, assuming that you've not done anything like that before. or Even if you haven't, it's been a while. could be fun to do again. Uh, visit a swingers club with no pressure to play unless you both kind of feel like it at the time. Create a couple profile on a dating site. Meet up with someone from that dating site. Have oral sex with someone of the same gender. Use a toy during sex with your partner. And um, take a class at Studio Kink or some other similar venue that may be getting out of your comfort zone if you're interested in different kind of kink-related activities. Yeah. Uh, Get a hotel in the city, particularly if you can find one with a mirror on the ceiling. Yes. We managed to find that in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm. yeah. And imagine many places it's difficult, but you know, go well, to the A LA. great balcony,
3: <laughs> you know, with a great view. Yeah. Sex on the balcony or something. Yeah. That's...
2: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Sex outside. Yeah. Sex in a place where you may be caught.
1: Oh. Like the like like the the Sears changing room. Dressing
0: room, yeah. Yeah.
1: Seas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Kate word. Oh okay. Great. <laughs> right.
0: J
2: C Penny. J C yeah. Penning, yeah. yeah. Uh, take a bath together and see how long you can go without touching each other's genitals.
1: Which is hard in our bathtub because <laughs> I know. Like, we're basically stacked on top of each other. It's not yeah. a big bathtub.
2: Because you have to press
1: each other's genitals against <laughs> yeah, like each other just to get in. So, <laughs> step three, buy a new apartment with a bigger bath.
2: Right. <laughs> um, have sex in front of other people.
1: but Consenting people, not yes, like your parents.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that.
1: Uh, mm, like your, that, ma? Hey, yeah.
2: hey. <laughs> unless your parents consent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do you, West Virginia.
2: Uh, watch other people have sex. Which I find with it, their consent. <laughs> yes, with their consent. But
1: I will say, one thing I love to do is take binoculars <laughs> to a hotel room, and you look at at everybody's apartments. Yeah. I love doing
3: that.
2: Yeah. Don't Which leave if, your windows open. People... Hey, if the blinds are open, to me, know. you know. Oh. Well, yeah you know what?
3: Have sex with the blinds open. Oh, we do. There that. you go. Yeah. Go to a yeah. hotel and let somebody. Yeah. Or exactly. Just the idea of yeah. somebody else watching you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I push her up in. against the glass, oh, and she's like, yes.
3: "Oh, it's cold." Well, we spent a great night in a hotel room. with... Oh, we did. Oh my God, the pictures <laughs> are fucking amazing. Yes.
2: Uh, participate in an orgy, which is five or more people.
1: (laughs) I that you have to (laughs) call for the clarification. (laughs) (laughs) Are you suggesting that people put that on their little slips of paper Uh as well? (laughs) Five or more.
2: (laughs) Go on an active swinger date. So some kind of activity as opposed to just go to a restaurant and sit down Uh and drink or dinner or whatever. Something, whether it be um, going for a walk somewhere, going to a particular event, um, escape rooms can be both dangerous and good, depending on how well you know the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: we, if you haven't seen the Bob's Burgers, watch the Bob's yeah, Burgers. Yeah. So.
2: Um, but I mean, there's all kinds of activities you can do. Yeah, you know, we can go bowling or just different. Go play pool somewhere. Ooh,
3: indoor rock climbing. Get them. Get the other couple into a harness. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a great activity yeah
2: it, it really highlights and the ass it nicely really highlights yeah. the ass yeah,
3: yeah. see yeah. hidden motivation. Uh-huh. catch
1: them with your mouth oh.
2: uh, okay so with you and your partner mutual masturbation and you can also have masturbation races mm-hmm. see who can come first gold star <laughs> uh, this is where I got to pegging
1: oh, yeah. oh of course oh, yeah. pegging, sorry pegging. we jumped the gun uh,
2: public blowjob yeah. yeah so somewhere I got a
1: blowjob in an alley once that was mm-hmm. great yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Visit In a Newtown.
1: New... In Newtown, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: visit a nude beach. Go to a burlesque performance. Watch porn together. Watch specific types of porn together. So if there's something you're really into and you may or may not you know, know if your partner will be, put it on the list. Uh-huh. See how they go.
3: Yeah. Oh, I don't know why, babe. It just came up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, you could role play, but I would suggest not just putting role play down, but actually like details, specific scenarios and yeah, things yeah, that yeah,
3: you would yeah. want. Uh, you, could even, um, you, you could even prolong that by um, arranging costumes and ordering the yep. costumes online. Yeah, exactly. You know, and... and mm-hmm. sw- um, having having your partner pick the costume for you and, and maybe make it a surprise or, you know, you uh-huh. could... You but could make sure you're in the, the same
1: dessert. genre because it's always always weird to do, like, Game of Thrones sexy doctor. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> true. Yeah,
2: yeah that's, as to say, you just kind of touched on my next one here a bit, which was to pick out an outfit for your partner to wear on a date together. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, dress okay. each other, yeah. basically.
1: But also, also, if you go out to a really nice restaurant, you don't want your partner to be like, Dr. Winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> It's
3: awkward.
2: Uh, really. Go on a date without underwear. So don't wear underwear when you go out. Um, Wait, wearing underwear is a thing? <laughs> for some people.
1: It's only half. My... Oh, those, oh my God, I love it. You're wearing a jockstrap. I just did a drumbeat on his ass. Yeah, yeah, you
2: did. Sorry. <laughs> uh, take sexy photos of each other in lingerie. Take nude photos of each other. And then if you have any other specific fantasies. So I think that's a good starter list. Mm-hmm. I think kind of as the weeks go on, we can add a few things to it. Maybe some, um,
3: some some sexting during the day oh, yeah. if yeah. that's yeah. not Is already good. involved. Yeah. 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 Send some risque photos to mm-hmm. each other while you're at work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And they don't have to be nudes at all. It could just be kind of suggestive little something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: Or even just comments about when I come home, I'm going to... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Which is a great way to start dirty talk. If you're not really into dirty talk, that's a really good way to kind of get comfortable and just start verbalizing Yes, because you don't actually have to say it,
3: that's... but you can write it down,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then you look at it and you're like, backspace, 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 backspace. <laughs> eggplant, eggplant, eggplant.
3: Egg, egg, emoji.
2: <laughs> Peach emoji. <laughs> So that was, um, I think the idea of a sex jar was a really great one, and it is a good way that you can kind of keep things mixed up and have different uh, interactions. I would add,
1: uh, because this person has talked about the swinging community and the bi community, Find a venue like Rule Thirty Four where they mm-hmm. do queer theater. I think that, and I know all major cities have some sort of queer theater. Either yeah. it's people getting up and doing poetry reads that they've read written themselves, or little acts or 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 performance events. Uh, but going to queer queer theater is, uh, I think that'd be
0: yeah.
3: I, I I'd really I'd like go. the
1: idea of going to uh, an events,
3: whether it be the the theater or. A, a class mm-hmm. somewhere and when you're there take advantage of the people who are there and say hello and, and yeah. make um, maybe not form friendship straight away but at least have a conversation yeah. with other yeah. people who are there and you may spark something up from that
2: many areas as well will have meet up groups yeah so- whether you, you know meetup.com has some other places if you just kind of google whatever the group is that you're interested in um, i know like here there's a the Buy plus visibility group so that can be a good way to meet other like-minded people as well mm, yeah. yeah yeah cool all right Hi. so there's a few good starter suggestions
1: Yes. Good and luck. If you, yeah. yeah. If you come up with your own, send them our way.
2: Absolutely. If you have other ideas or things that you particularly like to do with your partner, or things you want to do with your partner, send them to us, and we'll just keep adding to this list.
1: Ooh, you know what we could do? We could do a build a sexy mason jar, a sexy jar. And uh-huh. so what we would do is we would we'll write down all these things, uh-huh. then you can download them from the website, mm-hmm. cut them up yourself, put them in your jar at home, yeah. and add your own stuffs. Ooh, and absolutely. Then I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That would be fun.
2: Absolutely. We could definitely do that.
1: Angela's in charge of our website right now, which is why I volunteer her. <laughs> well, I'm
2: little by little. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I can do that. That I can do. <coughs> yeah.
1: that will be great. Little by little. Oh, we're back to
3: pegging.
2: <laughs> inch by inch, baby. Uh-huh. Inch by uh-huh. inch. Uh-huh. Bye.
1: Uh, is that is that it is that um, all
2: I think that's all for now and so we'll go ahead and wrap things up so if you enjoyed this by all means please send us your suggestions as well for the sex jar yes and you can reach us by email at theatomsoflove at gmail.com you can also reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buy the buy Podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do that on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Podcast. And, yeah, we would love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, we've got one of our Patreon supporters uh, at the $50 mark is yeah. coming up with a uh, our uh, FaceTime Skype with us yes. here coming up pretty soon. So that's going to so be
3: it's fun.
2: It's going to be exciting. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And
3: if you want to listen to the uh, threesome that we had with the Electro player. That's right. That's that's right. That is hot, let me tell you. I have uh, reminisced over that many times. Do
1: you not have a copy of it?
3: I do have a copy of it. That's why I I reminisced over it. (laughs) When I say reminisced, I mean jerk off ferociously (laughs) too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm I'm clearly out of my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Uh yeah, and uh, you know, we we have other things working with uh, the gentleman here, so he'll yeah. be back on again. I'm sure. No. Yeah, yeah.
2: So <laughs> it's always a once, pleasure. Once in a while, we'll allow him on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: Occasionally, off as well.
1: Ooh, Ooh I like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Catch you soon. All
1: right. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.
2: Hi, this is Emily, co-host of the Multiamory Podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love, everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swing Set Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. Hold up.